And we are live. Welcome to the fucking Brothers Podcast. I'm Nate Sikowskis. I'm Alex Salute. And I'm Nathaniel Beauchene. And we are here for a good fucking time, everybody. Let's do it. Yes, sir. After a few note takes, uh, we're finally ready to record. Why are you telling them our business? <laughs> <laughs> Just letting them know the process. Well, I think they should have to pay me extra to know about that. Yeah, all the recordings will be on our Patreon. That doesn't exist. I, uh, yeah, but this one won't because Nate's a fucking idiot and didn't press record when we fucking put the mics on. Yeah. I'm trying to keep my home life and work life separate if that's cool with you. <laughs> that's hard to do when you're with your fucking brothers all the time. Yeah, we gotta get personal. I, I just feel like we haven't hung out in a while. No, we really have. This is all our hangouts now. Yeah, yeah this is what we do now. I haven't seen you guys in a non-professional manner in <laughs> years. You guys are so fucking professional, though, I gotta say. Try to be. For the personalities we are. Yeah, 100%. I mean, one of us doesn't have a job and the other one of us hates people so we can be pretty professional when we need to be you, oh, just, gotcha. you just gotta open up to people more that's the issue it's not about opening up to people i've opened up to people and people have fucking betrayed me so i'm just done with that shit and i'm all good with the small cluster i have yeah but not everyone's gonna betray you just yeah, 95 yeah. percent of the people out there and i can keep that number even lower by just sticking with my fucking small little click that i know trust and would give my life for until they betray you hell even we've betrayed you <laughs> even i've betrayed you but like here we it, are making a podcast though no yeah of course but overall no one here in my small circle would do something that would warrant the end of a friendship oh god no today's podcast is brought to you by forgiveness and betrayal and betrayal <laughs> in honor of the christmas spirit happy hanukkah happy everyone. hanukkah everybody seriously like that First candle. Day hanukkah <clears throat> we're recording this on it will probably come out on day four of hanukkah we'll still be celebrating though oh god yeah we'll have our fourth candle lit by then Whatever that means. I can't have candles in this apartment. Oh. What if they... Isn't that against the law? Because it's part of the religion. I I mean... They can't just stop that. uh, Yeah, but I'm not Jewish, so... We can change that. That's not like a... You know... We got eight days. You guys been to the synagogue lately? None of us here are Jewish, though. That's a bold assumption. (laughs) It's not an assumption. It's a fact. God, do I know how to pinch pennies, though. (laughs) I had to come from somewhere. That's... I hate you so fucking much. And I love a good coupon book. You're a piece of human garbage, you know that. I think that's primarily my like biggest takeaways. That that's what that's my fuel, you know. I know what I am. <laughs> You're a piece of garbage. No, exactly. So it's just like if I could just present that as myself and it's fine. <laughs> that's funnier that way. This episode was brought to you by New Jersey. Get your trash <laughs> somewhere else. Oh, that New Jersey turnpike highway smells exactly like shit. I'm not ready to drive down that highway at the end of this week. Although you do feel like Tony Soprano for a minute once you pass those big <laughs> water no, tanks. No, you don't. Absolutely <laughs> not. I've done that drive fucking six times now, and you absolutely do not feel like that. Any any ego you might get from something like that is immediately vanished with the smell. The smell just, it's pungent. Yeah. 
I can't believe Tony Soprano dealt with that. New Jersey is America's landfill. What? Gee, you can say that again. My dad was born in New Jersey. Sorry. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> so is he. Um, <clears throat> what's the longest drive you guys have ever done? Probably to Florida. I wasn't driving, but I was on a bus. Holy Ouch. shit. You did a Florida drive on a bus? Oh, yeah, with the Boy Scouts. Oh, what kind of bus? Uh, it was just like a Greyhound like, bus. Oh, it, it was wasn't pretty, like, at least it wasn't a school bus. Imagine that trip oh, on a God, fucking no. school bus. Your back would be broken by the time you got there. Nah, Nathaniel would fall asleep. It'd be nicer than his bed. <laughs> Yo, I used to sleep on the bus all the time, and it's comfortable until you hit a bump. Because you know, like, you, you lean your head on the window, and you hit a bump, and it just... Poof. Yeah, I could never, like, lean my head on the window because of the vibration, and I just always felt like my brain was getting rattled. Because, like, I partied way too much in high school and just stayed up really late for no fucking reason other than I'm an incel. Uh, I slept on the bus a lot of the time. It was great. (laughs) Define party, because I knew you during that time period for a little bit, and I think you just stayed up late and played video games. That, but also, like, doing drugs with more than five people always was a party, in my opinion. Replace drugs with marijuana and replace all the alcohol with Mountain Dew Code Red. (laughs) No, because by the time he was smoking pot, he had already given up soda. That's not entirely I know, that is true, that is true. I stopped. Drinking soda in 2015. Nah. Okay, so yeah, so I was smoking a little bit of pot before giving up soda, but I wasn't a regular pot smoker. Yeah, but you had already like lost a whole bunch of weight yeah. and started drinking water a shit ton and walking and running more and like yeah. getting in shape by the time you would like finally quit. So like soda was the biggest thing for you. It was one of the worst ones. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, soda has taken down a lot of people. I stopped drinking soda because of you. It, dude, Same it's here. so dangerous. Um, no, but uh, back to the original question: What's the longest you've ever taken a drive for? It was Cleveland, eight and a half hours. Ooh, uh, a lot of it was through uh, Pennsylvania backcountry. That's so, no Deutschland. Um, <laughs> we got stuck behind a fucking buggy. For how long? Jeff was driving, right? Yeah, it had to be like two hours. And you and like it was fucking burning in the car, mind you. It's like ninety degrees. You've no all AC. Been, no fucking AC. Oh. You you've been crammed in there with these sweaty fat people for the last five fucking hours. You're in Deutschland, you're behind a fucking buggy, and you're like, you know what? I need some fresh air. You crack the window just a little bit and you were overwhelmed with manure. Manure, manure, manure. All that dry crop. Yeah, the dry fucking crop. Bro. Was it all cornfield? A lot of it, yeah. Oh, wow. uh, I don't know if I can say this, so get ready to bleep this out. But uh, <laughs> God bless editing. Is that uh, the trip that you fucking jerked off on? I have no idea. Oh, you've uh, never heard that just, story? No, I've heard that story. I think it was a New York trip. You think so? I'll I just think bleep so. Because he would, he would have to be 10 years old. Okay. I didn't bust my first nut till I was like 12. You don't have puberty at 10 years old. Yeah, I know, but he still told me that he jerked off in the car on a road trip. I, I remember just, this story. I'd, I'd like to say I remember the road trip, but I probably I thought don't. he told me it was an Ohio trip, and I know you guys have driven there more than once, no, right? Oh, once. Was oh, it once. No. There was only one Ohio trip. Damn. Not to like a, wasn't it to like a train car? Yeah, I think you're right. You were about both that. were just like crammed in the back. <laughs> he thought he had like enough <laughs> privacy. Yeah, I, I don't see like I didn't. You're gonna know. have to bleep his name out again. I, oh, I didn't know about That's it until right. years after it happened, and it's just 
uncomfortable, I think, because not even for me, I don't get uncomfortable, but for him, it's like, you really jerked off in the car with your little brother in the car? <laughs> I don't know. Me, for me personally, that's weird. I don't know. If he got away with it without anyone knowing, was it that bad? You're going to have to bleep out him <laughs> no, saying fucking no, little I, brother, too. I think that is bad because you were willingly taking out your cock in front of your, well, not in front, but like in a vehicle with your entire fucking family. Breaching oh, yeah. orgasm while your whole family is in the car. I don't like, but I don't know if you find yourself having the privacy, you know, like you're passed out in the seat next to you. Mom and dad aren't looking in the back seat. I didn't sleep f- in cars. No. So if it did happen, I was wide awake. Oh, God. Yep. That's quite the risk he took then. Well, th- that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But that's what autism does to you. <laughs> it R- makes you think that a situation like that is acceptable. Gets you taking those risks. No, he's proud of it too, you know. I never got the impression that he was proud of it. I yeah. just got the impression that he didn't know better than to know that it was wrong. I, I he just he you, know, you could say that about a lot of things he, he's done in his life. No, I understand that, but he he tells that story like it's just a story that you like almost like anybody would have a story like that. Like, <laughs> and like little boys do gross shit. Like I have some gross fucking yeah, I'm stories. Not, I'm not denying like that. that little boys are disgusting. And I was one and I was disgusting. <clears throat> like if we're all being fucking honest here, like uh, am I the only person in this fucking musketeer group that's jerked off on another group with other people? Oh God, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, so, God. so yeah, like little boys do fucking gross shit. I, so I feel yeah. like he tells that story in a sense that like, it's just something that all, like anybody would do. You know what? Well, let's all just come clean about it and tell a dirty story from our childhood. I, yeah, I, that's I, fair. I went to uh, Maine with like a bunch of Christians and we went there to like build houses for the poor. And I was jerking off in that cabin almost every fucking night with there's like 16 other churchgoers in that room with me. I was on a top bunk bed. That's pretty pretty risky to it, be it, it was dark i waited till like 2 a.m because they all had they were all early risers gotta eat pancakes before you go build houses for jesus mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah so this is moose country mind you yep. and when you're up there in god's country mm-hmm. you know for a fact that you can just bust in freedom but yeah there's a room with a bunch of fucking church guys and you, you know what? i think the weird part about that is that nobody touched me yeah was it like minimal stroke I mean, I was like 12 at the time. You were probably just too old or too ugly. I, I, was at, I was at that point where you were like, you're probably like six months in into knowing what else your dick can do. Like you always knew it could pee because you've been doing that your whole life. Oh my God. I, the first time like I started jerking off and like loads would come out. It was the first load I shot was the day before a doctor's appointment. Were and you scared? I was so scared. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, he's gonna know. <laughs> he probably did. He, like, he probably like checked your balls and you just kind of like a smile started coming across his face. He like he like, he, like went, he went down there to fucking like take a little feel like doctors do, and he goes, hmm, these are lighter than they should be. <laughs> these aren't at a hundred percent capacity. What's he like that? slap you on the shoulder, give you a sticker or something. <laughs> you did it, son. <laughs> See, I, I, I had a I had a woman pediatrician when I was a kid. Uh oh. So like <laughs> obviously like when I came of age, like 
I would always like have a boner when she was doing it. And then I think it was just it's not like she was like attractive. It was just like a woman was grabbing my balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I know what you like, mean. You know, you're 12. You're dumb. You're dirty. It yeah, fucking right. happens. Uh huh. That, that, that makes I, sense. And then it was just yeah. awkward because here I am with a 12 year old boner in front of this woman. No, the only people who have held my balls as far as that had like a license. For <laughs> a license for ball holding. Yeah, right. I mean, everybody trying to tell us you've been molested. No, because <clears throat> it's if, always just been by like old men examining my balls. If gotcha. You, if you come clean on air about being molested, I'll give you a lot of props. <laughs> the balls. I have no such instances <laughs> that I can remember. So is like an old men and balls thing, like a Polish thing, or? No, that's just, like, how it worked out. I had this, like, real cool kid doctor, and, like, he did it all my life, and then I had this old black guy, and then he started examining. <laughs> and then he became your ball squeezer? <laughs> no, he pulled down his pants, and he's like, hey, I know it sucks, but I don't know where I was going but, but with we, that. we all anyway. got to get off. We all got our taste. <laughs> we yeah. all got our balls. Yeah. Uh-huh. Looking, looking back, I was never molested as a kid, but I like think back into my childhood and I think about a bunch of scenarios that I got myself into where I could have been molested really easily. Oh, God, yeah. I was, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was at this uh, campsite and it was just me and my brother standing outside the trailer. And um, this woman in a GMC just rolls by, rolls down her window to me and my brother and she's like, hey, you boys want to come to Shaw's with us? Go shopping. We'll get you a couple things if you need them, like some candy. <laughs> Me and my brother just look at each other, and I'm like, that's a really good offer. <laughs> like, that's a really good deal. <laughs> but we ultimately said no. Thank God. Yeah, that's a good decision there. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm glad you guys made that decision. Had you accepted candy that day, we wouldn't be doing that this podcast right now. Yeah, probably You'd not. still be an Amber Alert. Yep. I'd be on the cover of billboards. Yep. <laughs> on, on the bag of milk cartons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this, Nate? <laughs> uh, looking back, I think one particular one that stands out, I had this neighbor in, in that apartment complex. Oh, I remember this house. guy. And oh, yeah. this guy used to give me Legos and ring pops. <laughs> And it's like, all right, maybe he was just a nice guy that knew what I liked. No. Maybe but then lucky. again, maybe. Not even a little bit. Yeah. But then again, you think about it that way and you're like, oh, shit, this guy wanted to fucking touch my pee-pee. Oh, yeah. Hardcore. <laughs> so bad. So, so bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a million weird and gross little boy stories I could tell, but... uh with my girlfriend sitting on the couch right there. I, I don't know. You were 13. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we all got a molester story. Like- I started being, like, sexually active and sexually experimenting pretty fucking young. Like, at young... Like, like five. Like, like, nine. And I started doing experimental things with a couple of my neighbor friends. And <clears throat> Was this California? No, this was like right when I moved back from California. So I might be, I might have been a little bit older, like nine. Yeah. So like 10, maybe 11, but no older than that. And I had just gotten back from California and there was like one girl in the group of kids that hung out on the street and she was like a real tomboy, but she like went through puberty pretty early, but she was also a year older than most of us. 
It's always the tomboy on the street. And she like <laughs> she would she was she would always hang out with us. And one day we like all went over to one kid's house and just started like stroking each other. No, we like all started jerking off in different corners trying to get her to like jerk us off and she she didn't, but it was just like that's probably one of the weirdest things I've ever done. And like uh you're gonna have to edit this out, but that was at house. <laughs> Game over. Insert coin. Yeah. We're calling it a night. And know? I don't know if you know this kid, but <laughs> was there. Oh, no. I haven't heard that name in a decade. Yeah, man. Holy fuck. Yeah, dude. God. And I think <laughs> was there, too. And <laughs> home. He was like, before, I'm not, before I, the jerk circle started. Yeah, he's like, I'm not fucking doing <laughs> this with you weirdos. And he went home. Yeah, you're gonna have to edit all those names out. Yeah, you you don't have to edit out jerk circle though. <laughs> jerk circles are funny. What do you think about it? Cookie cookie baby. Uh, I'm not saying that you never had it, but I feel like testosterone hit you a little bit later. No, I feel like it was always there, but it was always suppressed in me growing up because yeah. like anger was bad in my household. Yeah, Aggra that's, that's ma fair. Male aggression was toxic and bad. Yeah, it is. Not acceptable. Because it is. And it is. It is. <laughs> but you need to learn how to control it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. You got to make it work for yeah, you. Yeah, you got you to play it to your advantage. Understand that it's there, harness it, and use it for good. A lot of young men out there just walking around with untapped or untrained tempers. Yeah, exactly. All it is is untrained potential. Yeah, it, I just channel it into something effective. But so as a result, like obviously, like when I actually started taking care of my body, like that does give you more testosterone, you know, mm -hmm. like you, you get a fuck ton if you eat right and you fucking work out and you fucking do manly things like pump iron and fucking, you know, run from fucking cars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, that you know, so if you're, if you're looking for that tea boost. Eat some fucking fruits and veggies, lift some fucking iron. Or go to Mexico. Sweat a lot, you know, or go to Mexico for TRE. Oh, yeah. Been eating those veggies lately. Been putting Brock in my mac and cheese. How long before they try to put whatever Joe Rogan does to get his body the way it is into a pill? So, I don't know if you've ever listened to Joe's podcast, but they got this thing called Alpha Brain. Yeah, you know, I, I know he has Alpha Brain, but like... What they what they don't tell you is that part of Joe's DNA is put in the Alpha Brain black label. <laughs> oh, so yeah. when well, you take it... They you... also have that total human package. <laughs> <laughs> they should just call it the Joe Rogan package. Yeah, the total Joe Rogan. And Does it come with a sauna? Yeah, and a nice bath. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right. And to to be fair, like he, despite any supplements or testosterone testosterone replacement therapy he might get, he is hitting the gym constantly. Oh yeah, no, I I a lot know of that. kettlebells and th and that's what I'm a lot I'm of saying. martial arts never stops. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How long before they try to get an all in one Joe Rogan pill out there on the market? I mean, anyone can be Joe Rogan with the right amount of meth. <laughs> Bro, I listened to a crazy podcast about meth today. Yeah. Fucking, have you guys ever given the wife of a part, wife of the party, a listen? Fucking Leanne Kreischer's podcast. Not too much, no. <clears throat> she has a three-part uh, episode. She like does topics on her podcast, and her podcast all have a topic. And she did a three-part uh, father podcast, and it was about 
fathers, obviously, and her two guests that she had on the first one had one of them had like a crazy father who was a fucking meth head and a meth dealer like her whole childhood and he was a single dad with sole custody and so she apparently he's been clean for like 10 years now and their relationship's actually really good so they did a part two and he was on the part two and it was almost three hours fucking long and this guy has done it all. And he's probably a fucking genius with all the shit. He, like, he would do meth and build computers back in, like, the 90s. Bef- yeah. And, like, I guess he would do meth and do creative things and, like, work on cars and motorcycles because he would just do meth to ramp him up so he didn't have to sleep and shit and then would just do things for, like, 72 hours and then sleep. I mean, I guess if you asked a lot of people if they could have a pill <clears throat> to keep them up for so long, a lot of people would take that pill. It's literally Adderall. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm actually having some perspective change because I thought my problem this whole time was like trying to sleep, but I think I was just trying to stay awake. I think I just need to keep taking uppers and just not sleep. Well, I think that's a horrible idea. <laughs> well, Truthfully. You can get, like, free Adderall if oh, you yeah, just well, sign it's, up. It's so for, easy. It's so easy. You I can just be up. like, yeah, I got ADD, ADHD. Uh-huh. I can't focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My brain just scrambles. I don't As know As somebody do. who's taken Adderall a lot, like, through high school and shit, not prescribed it, I abused the shit out of it. Rightfully so. Uh, it's no bueno. It's not fun. You'll take that shit for fucking three days straight, and then you'll come down and... It's not fun. A lot of these online therapy um, markets are like they got hit with a lot of clientele during the pandemic and they didn't have enough therapists to like being to like take on the clientele basically. And a lot of the solution is like these 10 minute conversations and these online prescriptions through just texts and video calls. Of just prescribing Adderall. I look it up, but I bet BetterHelp is owned by like Adderall or like that one of the companies Better, that makes it. BetterHelp is one of the better ones. Like they, I don't think they offer prescriptions, but a lot of them do. I, they I noticed focus that. Focus on like selling it. I get a lot of like suggested advertisements, and it's like we can get you the right doctor who can get you the right treatment. It's like I, I, they're so quick to like if you have any type of issue whatsoever, diagnose the problem just so they can prescribe you shit. Like mm-hmm. no nobody offers natural remedies as their first solution. Yeah, or just like you know taking a chill pill. Yeah, like <laughs> they're never they never like take a hallucinogenic route to it. They're always just like, oh yeah, you need more fucking Adderall. Yeah, just take this. It'll, it'll, oh, it'll level you out. You'll be all right. Oh yeah. It's because they want to keep us sick and fucking stupid so they can change the fucking laws and take away our guns and fucking enslave us yeah, all. That's exactly it. Keep government me- agent. I, well, like we talked about last week, government agencies. You know. These they fund these fucking food companies and these fucking drug companies just to make us sick and unwilling to fight the government. That's absolutely it. And that, big that, cycle now. That's why you need to eat good food and just be active and be healthy so you can fight your fucking government. Gotta win that war with yourself. 
before you, they win it for yeah, you. You got to win the because like you can't let feds dictate your life. No, like <clears throat> we're following like a lot of just like self advice. Like, oh, I'll, I'll eat this cake that I and be fine, but. I don't know. There's not like a pill that can stop you from like changing your mind. You got to like use your own mind to push yourself. I mean, there are definitely drugs you can use to suppress hunger. Like Adderall. But it really really comes down to that mental commitment. Yeah. No, yeah, and like I, I literally do it. I, I know in my head, it's like I don't want to eat this fucking processed sugar because the government told me the sugar is okay, and I know it's not okay because it makes me feel so shitty. Yeah, there's a lot of distrust out there now. Like, what can you trust to put in your mouth? Not a whole lot. Whole natural foods. Mm. I'm telling you, like chicken. People should be hunting and farming their own food. I agree with that. And if you can't do that because you live in a city and you don't have land or such, there's other things you can do. You can go to a local farmer. You can go yeah. uh, to a, a farmer's market. I know cities have those. Um, just finding more natural ways to get natural food into you. I was driving down to either North Carolina or Florida last year, <clears throat> and we drove past one of the Tyson factories. And for a solid 10 miles, it smelt like death and blood and iron, and it was disgusting. And we saw the Tyson farm, but before we saw the Tyson farm and the Tyson factory, we saw a whole box truck filled with, it had to be at least 350 individual cages, and every single cage had a live chicken in it. And I was comforted knowing that the chicken in Tyson's chicken is actually chicken. (laughs) But at the same time, it was in a fucking cage on a box truck. And there were literally, my car was getting hit by feathers. There's your dino (laughs) nuggets. There's your dino nuggets right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's that's fucked up. And it's like the FDA is like, oh, yeah, that's fine. See, like, and that's the thing. They're ruining whole natural foods. That's hard to find good chicken nowadays. It's all for that dollar. I tell you, I get my eggs delivered every fucking week, and it's a great feeling. Uh, I still buy the store-bought, but I'm not really, like, in control of what I'm buying right now. My grandmothers are taking over that. Well, take control. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes <clears throat> I go out and do my own shopping, but I don't know. They just, like... I mean, with all the shit. I've been saying it for years. When the fuck are we going to go get our hunting licenses and go fucking fill our freezers ourselves? I'd love to go hunting, but I yeah, want to so go would I. hunting. I would too, but I also at the same time do love the convenience of the supermarket. I just want to be able to like a wider selection. You can bow hunt all year. Can yeah, can so once bow hunt once bow season starts, you can bow hunt through rifle and black powder season. Oh. So the bow season isn't just like it doesn't stop when the season's over. Like you can bow hunt through all the hunting seasons because it's bow hunting. That's pretty badass. So like if you want to bow hunt, you can bow hunt all the time. That's what Joe does. He bow hunts. Right. And I can still, <coughs> I can still use my gun, and you can pick and choose. And like, I'm not gonna learn how to hunt by myself. That would be fucking stupid. It's a fucking group thing. Because yeah. if I fucking break my ankle out in the fucking woods, I'm gonna die. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, I love to do that. I always wanted to hunt. 
Like, and it would be great content. I would love but, to do it, but I think we got to take the journey on our own. It's a coming of into manhood thing. If we don't come back, we weren't meant to thrive. <laughs> we got to walk into the woods like a Spartan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kill a fucking wolf. And, and if you don't, you're not a fucking man. Yeah, you don't get your license. Yeah, you don't, you don't get your hunting license. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Manliness. Go kill an animal yourself. I actually, I, I've been, I hear a lot about this talk. There's no, the problem with American society, they think at least with men, is that there's no rite of passage anymore to becoming a man. That's big fucking facts. The closest thing you have is losing your virginity and that's even still losing like, its meaning. You, you you know, you might lose your virginity, you might get your fucking license, you might graduate high school, whatever the fuck it is, but there's no thing that challenges you physically and mentally that's obligated in this country. It's mm -hmm. probably making like your first 250k. And no, but that, like, even that, like you need something that challenges the body and the mind to a vigorous level. Yeah. To earn your place. But that's that war mentality of old. Any actual suggestions that aren't fucking sarcastic, you piece of shit? Yo, fuck. I was being yeah, pretty serious it. about that. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Yeah, do, you, do you have any suggestions for something that could be used for young men today as a rite of passage is what I was asking you, and I was asking you for a serious answer. Make your first 250K. <laughs> In the woods. <laughs> off of nothing <laughs> off of nothing like because it's it's my belief that today's man is weak for multiple reasons but one of the biggest reason is fucking 25 30 years ago like all of our grandfathers could build a house themselves put the walls up do the insulation do the wiring build the whole house <coughs> then they could fucking sell the house, set up a farm, fucking <coughs> do all of the paperwork and all of the fuck. They could do literally everything you're supposed to know how to do as an adult. But, but a lot of those were like Sears houses. A lot of them were like Sears houses. You're absolutely right about that. But like, it still doesn't change the fact that a fucking good portion of fucking young men today don't even know how to use a fucking hammer. Yeah, that is a little sad when you can't... And that's very disappointing. Yeah. When people can't, like, put shit together themselves, like... Like, what are you supposed to do when you're fucking... You don't know how to fucking use tools or power tools or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you have to put a fucking bike together for your fucking kid. Yeah, like, my, how embarrassing yeah. must that be? My little brother still, like, asked me for help to, like, set up his Xbox. Like, by now, you should just know, like... It's like the shit you learn as like a little baby, like the rhombus goes in the rhombus, the circle goes in the circle. Yeah. I actually, I, got, yeah. I can't even lie. I fucking love building things. And I, oh, think, no, I think it's a very human trait. And I feel like we're losing it. It's an ambitious. It really is. It's like, it's like anytime I build anything, I'm like, I, I love building it. I love messing up, having to take it apart and rebuild it. And then I love testing it when I'm fucking done. And then just saying to myself, I built that. I Looks think good works yeah. good. I think a good idea for a rite of passage should be mastering something yeah that's whether fair. it whether it be fucking surfing or skateboarding or building bird how like just working at something long enough where you could compete with somebody who is a professional in that field yeah, and i think the truth about mastery is that it takes discipline absolutely and I, and I think that is a quality lacking in most people that's yeah. a 
that's a quality lacking in society, period. Like, they're like, we should start a podcast, and they just never fucking do. Yeah, no, And that's a- what makes absolutely. us different, is that we went, as soon as we said we should start a podcast, the very next day, we went out and bought equipment. Well, yeah, but we've <laughs> also... The, like, the fifth time about talking about it. Yeah, that's a big fact. We're, we're doers, though, not thinkers. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Yeah, but that's why this works. We're better than you. Yeah, we all bring our best qualities to the table here. <laughs> we try to. I don't know, and me being yeah. a piece of shit, weirdly enough, is my best quality. It has its ups and its downs, but there are more ups than downs. I, I agree with that 100%. A lot of the downs are just internal anyway. The The ups are just out there, man. The ups are so positive that it outweighs the downs. It really does. What's that old saying? Make lemon into limeade into the mic. Um. So, if you guys could do one thing to like not master, but like one physical body requirement, whether it be like rock climbing or surfing or skate like it has to be like a physical athletic thing horse riding like something what would it be because all three of us are pretty like we're not lazy people but like basketball yeah that makes sense i'm always on the court yeah no that's fair so you would develop you would dedicate all your time to fucking basketball oh god yeah i like try to be like a lockdown guard. Money like, aside, you now have like all the time and money you need to just pursue your your athletic passion. It would be basketball. Oh god, yeah. You? That's a really tough one. I'm not gonna lie. That's seriously a hard question. No, I know. There, because there's so many of them. I want to like be very proficient. You, but if you, I had to just pick one, do you want me to go first so you have more time yeah, to think? Yeah. All right, mine would be sailing. I have this weird obsession and I don't know if it's because I was born on a boat or like what, but like I want to sail across the Atlantic in a sailboat at least once in my life. And I was looking it up and there's a guy who lives in England who has sailed the smallest fucking sailboat across the Atlantic. It took him two weeks and the boat was five feet and six inches long. Oh my God. And it was, I forget what it was. I think it was called father's day was the name of the boat. And he sailed it from England to like, I think Pennsylvania or not Pennsylvania, but uh, like the, the, the <laughs> wherever the coast the, is in like America, Myrtle, Myrtle Beach, because was... it wasn't like us. He went more south. He ended up more south, like near Virginia and uh, North and South Carolina. But still, hmm. I want to sail across the Atlantic in a sailboat with like three dudes. Oh, whenever I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Three dudes, one boat, one Three ocean. Dude, mm-hmm. I think it would be great content if we could figure out no, a that, way to keep the equipment running. For, uh, yeah, so I think... Because the whole thing for me is like we'll have a motor on the boat in case of emergencies, but the point is to do it without a motor. We get paddles? Yeah. Uh, is it a fucking kayak or a sailboat? No, no, it's a sailboat. But it'd be more impressive to do it in a kayak. 
it would be more impressive to do it and we would <laughs> die. But no, like in a, like in a sailboat, not like as big as like the Mia or the Pinta or the Santa Maria no, or anything God, like that. No, but like, not, but like, a, like a yacht sized sailboat. God damn. That's a pretty big sailboat. N- n- <laughs> like a classic wind sailor. Yeah, no, I see. I see where you're coming. My from. uncle had one and I'm imagining it. It's really not that big. I, I don't know boats very well at all, but like, Dude, I know what you're talking about though. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I and see it just has to be big enough for a cabin, you know, a place yeah. for us to fucking have a little galley. Yeah. A poop deck. Yeah. <laughs> A, a starboard side. A dock. Yeah, I get a port that. side. Yard. A bell. Do you know which one is which? Because they don't, it's not like you can do port for left because left doesn't start with a P, you know what I mean? No, that's a big fix. I think starboard is the front of the boat. And port is the back. <laughs> We can't keep going on like this. Why not? Can you Google it, Mr. Computer Man? Where does the poop deck come in? I feel like the poop deck is the high point, isn't it? Isn't that where the steering wheel is? I always thought that was the crow's nest. I thought that was like the back deck. Look up the fucking... Yeah, the anatomy of a sailboat, please. Google it. I just... Matt Walsh's What is a Sailboat? Listen, I don't know why you hate on Matt Walsh so much. He's doing fucking, I'm not going to say God's work, but God's work. You can edit that out later. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> but leaving the part where I start bringing up Matt Walsh so people get confused. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then transition back into the diagram of the sailboat. Could okay. you show the class? Yeah, let me just. He's a visual learner. I am. No, but like in all honesty, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I know it's not your guys's dream. No, but, but I, th- I, I think I think we all need to pursue our dreams together. So we all need to get okay at basketball, so we can back Nate up. Just like we all need to learn our fucking boat terms, <laughs> I mean, so we can dream, sail across the water. That dream just leads to the NBA. Like I have no chance of that anymore. Oh. I'm past that. Okay, expiration so date. so what I'm looking at is the anatomy of a sailboat right now, and it looks like we have a cockpit, a wheel, a uh, I can't say well, that word. We gotta, we gotta describe like where everything is. So the stern is the very back of the boat. Okay, the, the stern is the very back of the boat. Got the it. Bow is the tip. <clears throat> okay, the the yeah the front tip of the boat. And then the deck is like the front. Mm, what the fuck is starboard? The hole is obviously like the siding, the body of it. I feel like starboard side and port side are right and left. Yeah. So. Nathaniel, can you Google on your phone so he doesn't have to exit out of that or something? I can just open a new tab. Oh, yeah, I guess that works, too. I don't know how computers work. I'm a retard. I had this idea, and we become a boat-only podcast, and we only talk about boats. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, for the first two weeks. For the first two weeks until we killed each other, yeah. Big vex. Until it killed my dream of sailing across the Atlantic. No, but we'll do it, and we're going to vlog the whole thing, and it'll be a blast. But I think what uh, my my what sport I would train for is extreme hiking. So not like mountain climbing or anything, but extreme hiking? What's the difference? I don't know. If I, I just think about, like, it, it's going to require your full body. It might be really cold, might be really hot. So we're already almost there, boys. The port side is the left side. Yep. The right side is the starboard side. And then okay. when you're looking behind you, that's your stern. Gotcha. Understood. We did it. 
We're, we we we're did halfway it. there. Next time on Boat Experts. <laughs> so does so does that mean they always docked boats on the left side, port side? It must be. Because well, no, like a port is also like a term for like you know like a dock, like a shipping area. Right. So yeah. port side, left side. So they always put. Why would they put the dock the boat on the starboard side and on not the port side? But isn't that, it I must see, have been a popular side? I don't know. I'm, from, I'm I'm thinking of like a map of the United States, and I'm thinking of a port city like New York, and I'm thinking of how it's on the right. Yeah. So they would, <laughs> they would just turn it around so it's on the left. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's a, boat it's, it's a boat. It doesn't have wheels. They can do a 360. I've never been a sailor. Or a 180, rather. But you're going to be a sailor. But I'm going to be You're going to have to be because I need a crew. No, exactly. Um, yeah, We're going we're gonna to work that out. But yeah, you guys can uh, come extreme hiking with me if you want. We'll call it the SS Brothers. That's the name of our boat. <laughs> The SS podcast or the FN brothers? No, no. <laughs> See, we're already fighting over boat names. Yeah, the Sally Sales brothers. I was just gonna name it Booty. <laughs> <laughs> Booty. What about uh? Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, have don't a boat. Don't say it. Don't. Okay. Yeah, it'd be don't racist it. and sexist. Don't say it. Uh, hey, hey, hey! That's not cool or fair or whatever. <laughs> cool fair whatever this episode was brought to you by equal rights equal rights equal equal fights square up today's <laughs> podcast is brought to you by Splenda Splenda keeps the whole family together yes, or causes sir. cancer I don't know uh, you tell me oh I can't wait for ads and sponsors we'll never get them nope there are companies that are willing to fund douchebags like us. Shout out to Flashlight. Shout out to Slim Jim. Slim Jim? They're family friendly. Are you sure about that? Yeah, they're at every truck stop in America. I, I don't disagree with that, but have you seen their Twitter page? Because they're fucking wild. I don't... Wild. Wild, okay? How many social media pages do we have now? Do we have personally? No, our our, our podcast... Zero. Zero? Zero. What oh. do you mean? I thought what do you mean, what do I mean? We signed up for so many. We haven't yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We sat in the room. I signed what did up you do like, all last week? What are you talking I didn't get my MacBook until uh, yesterday. That's totally fair. So what platforms are we going to be on so we can tell the listeners? You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Spotify, Snapchat, TikTok. All the audio ones. We're also going to just be probably distributing on Anchor, and it'll like distribute it across multiple platforms so we can figure out which one those are. Any any place you can consume content, you can find us. No, but, but, but seriously, Fleshlight, give me money. Give us money. I will promote the shit out of you because... I could use a free Fleshlight. I think I'd really enjoy it because I've never tried a real one. I only did washcloths and, and uh, rubber bands. <laughs> I don't even like you need your free stuff because I've owned your products and they're phenomenal. <laughs> I know that my listeners would benefit from using them because they're stressed out and angry. You ever use like a latex glove, stuff a wet sponge in a cup? <laughs> that is nothing 
like the superior power of a flashlight. See, that's a, that's the thing. Like I, I was like on a website one time, and it was like ten of the best homemade flashlights. <laughs> You're disgusting. I, I, was the first I, I, one a I, peanut I, butter I, sandwich? You fucking animal! I, no, the first one's actually a banana peel. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Yo, know, it, it is nasty, and I haven't tried it, but I can see the appeal. All that banana you're, flesh. You're a <laughs> fucking retard for that pun. Uh, what? What? Are you, oh, I didn't even realize it was a pun, but hey, that's perfect. See, that's, it's ingrained in your DNA. Uh, bananas. <laughs> get out. Quit monkeying around. No, I get All right, it. Pun, overdone. Puns are the lowest form of humor, and I think that's why I love them so much. That's valid. Nobody laughs because the pun is funny. They laugh because it's not funny. You they should, got punned. You should bring back old school stand up, like the jester style, like jokes with the fucking the puns and the props and. No, I want. I like all comedy from satire to prop comedy. It's it's all funny. <laughs> the next carrot. You make a city. funny fucking ventriloquist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the, but that's the thing though, because like there's very the there's very little I'm afraid of in this world. But I don't like puppets, dummies, dolls, and that's the appeal to it though. You would be terrified of it, and you guys would have to work together, and you're crazy enough to come up with a personality <laughs> for a puppet. <laughs> Who speaks for who? Exactly. Yo, that's a good point. But it should be something that's not like a doll. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's a, it is a puppet, but it, it... What if it's just like a clam with googly eyes that you can, <laughs> <laughs> you can move its mouth? <laughs> He's in control. Yeah. <laughs> Always as Sammy Clammy made me do it. That's right. And, th and then I could commit a really heinous crime. Be like it was clam. <laughs> You're starting a fight with some guy, you just clamp the clam on I, his fucking nose. I did not murder the kid. It was the clam. So do Muppets count under that category? No, of I'm puppet? actually a big fan of the Muppets. So then what if we got you a Muppet style type? Today's podcast is brought to you by Jim Henson. Jim <coughs> Henson. R.I.P. Are you still alive? Yeah, he's not, right? No, he's no. dead as a doornail. I actually had to introduce Haley to the Muppets this this holiday season for the first because time. Because a Muppets Christmas Carol might be the best Christmas movie I've ever seen in my life. Are you being serious? Completely. Even the vegetables don't like him. No, yeah, that's totally fair. The Muppets Christmas Carol is hands down the best version of the Christmas Carol. I agree with that. Even with all the singing, but every fucking version of that movie has songs so oh God. no but overall she had never seen a Muppets movie in general so we spent like two three weeks actually like watching a new Muppets movie every other night and oh. we finally like because I luckily have every platform that has the, the Muppets, Muppets on it yep. yeah because they're not all on one Disney yep. doesn't own them all just most of them so a couple of them were on HBO and a couple of them were on a Peacock, so we watched all the, we watched them in order of the years they came out. They hold up really no, well. No, I, I know they do. Like my favorite Muppets movie is the first one from like seventy three. Mm. It's the the one where he's like not even famous yet, and he's <laughs> living in the swamp, and he's tr trying to go to Hollywood. I fucking love the Muppets. It's great. And there's a guy chasing him, trying to turn him into the spokesman for a frog leg company. <laughs> anyway, the Muppets, they're great. Watch them with your kids. <laughs> Big facts. The Muppets are great. I would do like a puppet type of deal on my hand. Maybe a clam with googly eyes. Maybe something sillier. Yeah, something sillier. Uh, there, there's a possum. lot of options. A dead possum. Yeah. 
It's kind of smelly. You just like, but that would it. be a friend. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a family member. What are you kidding? Yeah, you can't let go. Of you them. squint like possums. I saw a video of a girl with a raccoon rescue today, and she kind of took my heart. The girl or the raccoon? The girl. Ooh, love interest. Yeah, just <laughs> stay away from animal girls, man. I love it. Like I'm not girls. saying like the the normal animal, like because all girls like animals, and that's fine. But like the, the ones that animal have animal girls, the no, ones that have that. specific obsessions with specific animals, or like a certain kind of animal. Yeah, well, I say I feel like vets are a gray area, but I feel like you know, like people that own rescues, vets those are, are just the too snobby. Yeah, vets think they're better than you. And they are. Yeah, I don't got good health insurance. I go to the vet. Imagine growing up and wanting to know the anatomy of a horse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still, I'm of age and I still don't know. Uh, dude. And it's something I've been trying to figure out for years. How does a horse fuck a human? How, uh, like how? Prob- probably the same way an, any animal would fuck a human. Violently? Seeing a hole when, and going When you have it. a nine foot warhammer of a cock, yeah. all sex is violent. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's why women are obsessed with fucking horses. Because no porn star dick is going to match that of a stallion's cock. Yeah, that's fair. I want to get back to... Horse w- cock? What we were talking about originally with my first question about uh, road trips. What's the ultimate way to travel? Plane, train, automobile. I was watching Rat Race last night. Have you guys seen Rat that? Race is one of my favorite fucking movies of I can't all time. believe Netflix fucking put it back on. No way. On. It's on. Are, yeah, you, are it's you talking a, about like the 2006 you, movie? No, the 2000. The, yeah, with Rowan Atkinson, right? Yes. And, and like the, yeah, and it Chevy came out in 2000. Yeah. Oh, and, and Smash Mouth at the end yeah, of it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And like rewatching that movie. Like I knew that was one of those movies that you can't like watch nowadays without offending somebody. No, but I didn't realize how. It's so bad. It's so dude. bad. It touches everything. And it's so good. And like. So what is it? Planes, trains, automobiles, bicycle? Like how how would you choose to travel from one end of the United States to the other? Blimp. (laughs) 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 Have you thought about this before? No, but it'd be a statement and a half. Would you skydive out at the end or would you land the blimp? like, Like, do you land a blimp or do you just get low enough where you can climb down? I don't think blimps come out of the sky. Have you ever seen a grounded blimp? Because I sure well, as fuck haven't. How do you get in a blimp if not grounded? Because I've seen, like, a hot air balloon is just a big blimp or a small blimp. So, hey, like, can you pull up anatomy of a blimp? <laughs> you got it. I'm hoping for a diagram similar to the boat. <laughs> just H-O. I see, like, I just feel like it's an underutilized mode of transportation. Plus, like, then you can be like, oh, yeah, I'm getting there by blimp. <laughs> Maybe hot air balloon. That's a flex. All these fucking celebrities with their private jets and nah, you're arriving by blimp. blimp. <laughs> Coal power, baby. Big facts. Yo, I, that, that reminds me. I, so, like, I'm in a lot of, like, the freebie groups and all the surrounding towns. Anytime somebody's given up anything, you can post anything you want. Some guy in Webster is giving away a lot of fucking coal. A fuck ton of it. Like, like Why, a, though? I, I, I don't know. Oh, look, the anatomy of a blimp. All right, so what we're looking at is what looks like the Goodyear blimp. And as we can see at the bottom, we've got... I can't read it. The That's, gondola. Oh, yeah, the gondola. The thing you sit yep, in. the little box yep. that you see the people in. 
Uh, Nate, can you? I can't read it from here. All right, so you got your engine on the back of your gondola, <laughs> and then your back bottom rudder is your tail wheel. You know what the problem is? The diagram doesn't answer our question of how do you get in it. Well, you get in that gondola. I, I know, but is it in the air when you do it? No, no. it's definitely lower to the ground. Like, have you not seen well, the footage of, like, the Heisenberg or whatever the fuck it's called? I watched it blow up. Yeah, well, it was eventually... It was oh. at the <laughs> very beginning. It was low to the ground so people could get it. Like, have you not seen Indiana Jones? It's been a very long time. No, I think they do have hover it, like, low to the ground. And, like, I think in some state circumstances, they have it, like... A ladder. Because it wasn't floating when they built it. Well, either way. Yeah, I was dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, and on the side, we got our helium valve. That being said, though, I think I would skydive out of it. Yeah. After it blew up, yeah. You know that whole thing about helium running out is a lie? What do you mean? I didn't know it was running out. We weren't, we aren't actually running out of helium. Well, I, I knew Dollar Tree was, but I didn't think like we were as a population. Well, Dollar Tree probably couldn't afford the helium. That's big facts. But no, there was like a whole thing going around saying like the world is going to run out of helium in like the next 20 years. Yeah, we're also not going to run out of oil, so they me, can all get fucked. Me freaking out <laughs> trying to figure out how I'm going to fill balloons for the next 80 years. <laughs> My balloon <laughs> business going down. Yeah, like imagine selling helium. Well, we're uh, what do you even talking it? about things running out? And uh, you you had mentioned earlier, uh, being anonymous, uh, Elon should bring back Yik Yak. Yik Yak was one of the funniest social medias I've ever gotten to experience. Oh my god! You for use of the boundaries, for use of those that don't know, it was basically a group chat Twitter where it worked off based location. And everyone was anonymous, and you could just say whatever the fuck you wanted, and it would only appear in, like, a small, like, two-mile radius area. So it was really popular on, like, college campuses and in high schools, because in that area, you could just say whatever you wanted, and nobody knew who was saying it. And that's why it got taken away so fast. It was really funny, but God, did it lead to mental health issues. Oh, yeah, big ones. So much drama. So much suicide even okay it got brutal but yeah it doesn't change the fact that it was really funny but let's bring it back yeah rip (laughs) yeah i I miss it if we can figure out a way to make it uh not woke and gay we should uh (laughs) we we could have some real fun with it (laughs) you should add in the bleep after we've said the really offensive thing yeah right (laughs) leave it just like that yeah That's, uh, I'll leave that in editing. Hey, man, I'm from a different time, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I know what I said about that, but you know what? You can say it. In 1996, you still had to build your own. You know, you had to fight for your own in 1996. I wasn't even (laughs) alive in 1996. Oh, you were a 97? I was a 97, baby. I'm like the first kid from 97 in my grade. The only kid from 97 that's older than me in my whole grade is I could believe that. <laughs> we'll edit that out later. Yeah, he's so gay. He could, he could, <laughs> hey, he could be our, he could be our camera guy. He could be our he's camera been, guy. He needs, but work. he tried to fuck us. <laughs> and like, Quality do you do you IT really want to do that to your future wife? That's a good point. Mm. But then again, you could accelerate the process for becoming your future wife if you just let him fuck you. <laughs> 
You gotta think with your fucking brain, man. We gotta get back <laughs> on track. That, Yo, this is getting edited out. You got a puke bag? Because <laughs> I kind of need to vomit now. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, can you pause it? I didn't, is real, that a I thing? didn't know yeah. the cost pause of it. love. So, Nate, what would be your uh, form of transportation? I'd Tra- say the car. Yeah? The car is like the most intimate. <laughs> but it's also the most stressful and the hard, not hardest to do, but like it's the most stressful by sure and it takes the most time. It does, but like when you're traveling those roads and an accident does happen, if you make it out, that's a good story. I have a question. How can a car be more intimate than a hot air balloon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me there. It's just both you and the passenger 50,000 feet above the air. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'll that's work. a little more intimate. What, what if, you know how you're talking about the helium shortage or whatever the fuck that is? Yeah, that's not true. I never like, I never heard that before. Yeah, where did you pull that from? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was a little more well known, but like... Obviously. Bro, if my helium supplies were like depleting, I'd know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's something I track. Boy's got a point. Yeah, people were going fucking nuts about it. Not really. How am I going to fill up my balloons? How am I going to fill up my balloons? <laughs> my balloons will float. My balloons will float. <laughs> what if the air gets so polluted that they have to start selling oxygen? What is this? Fucking the Lorax? I forgot they did that. Yeah. <laughs> O'Hare Air. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. He did it first. Dr. Seuss, he was a racist. <laughs> yeah, 100%, but the values of the stories hold up. Oh, no, that's big facts. Oh, yeah. Hop on pop. Oh, great. He also Grenades cheated on his wife, like, all the time, I guess, and she was really sick. I didn't realize we were judging authors by merits. Oh, no, we're not at all. <laughs> but if we're going to judge authors, we should probably judge J.K. Rowling's because she's my hero, and uh, I think what she's doing with those fucking, you know, those people... Is is great. See, Harry Potter is one of those things where I fucking love it, but I don't like the fans surrounding it, and I feel that way about most of the things I enjoy. Yeah, no, I, I the, totally agree. Those with people you. are crazy. The fan bases get too big, and then they get a little controlling over what they how they want. I, it's like misery. It's I, like Stephen King. I can't stand the fan base of Harry Potter, but oh, I love Harry. They are the worst out of like the big yeah. fan bases between like Lord of the Rings, oh, Star yeah. Wars, Star Trek, all the fucking big nerdy shit. Like Harry Potter fans are by far the worst. And if you fuck a Harry Potter fan, God, you're taking a risk. <laughs> like my girlfriend's great. I love her to death, but she's a Harry Potter fan. And that's why I said that. Like she's great, but like the but, other, some of the other ones, they... No bueno. <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, is right. The world, and I think the problem with a lot of these fandoms, the world's a little too real for them. Oh, yeah. Because they're not mentally okay and they think they're witches. And they just like the sorting of things. Like, this is so me, like Ravenclaw. Yeah, they're right, right. Yeah, of or course. Or No, you ever been with a Slytherin girl? I get it. You're with a Ravenclaw right now. Yeah. But you're first Slytherin. (laughs) My goodness. I don't think I've ever been with a Slytherin, and that'd be fucking cool. Yeah. What houses do you think you've fucked? Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, 
Ravenclaw. I've have yeah. you ever been with a really smart chick? I mean, one, but I don't know if she counts because she was stupid when it came to real life stuff. <laughs> she was just book smart. Yeah, it don't count. Yeah, so then she was only a Ravenclaw in the sense that she was book smart and liked to study and shit. But, I mean, I guess you could argue that the fucking redheaded demon was a fucking Slytherin. I could see that. She just was poor, and I don't know if they fuck with that. Yeah, Tom weird. Riddle was poor. Yeah, but but <laughs> he was also powerful and but the that's heir the whole, that's the whole point of being Slytherin is that you're just fucking powerful. Yeah, I guess you got a good point there. What what uh, while we're on the subject, and I'm gonna nerd out. I I know what you guys are, but our fans that we don't have yet. Uh, don't know what you guys are. What houses are you guys in? Well, I took the test and uh, the J.K. Rowling's test on Pottermore. Yeah. Okay. I'm a uh, Gryffindor. Okay. I thought I was. Ravenclaw. My heart is Gryffindor. My brain is Ravenclaw. My personality is Hufflepuff, and my actions are Slytherin. Yeah, that's pretty Unique. valid. <laughs> Unfortunate. You know how they're like gray Jedi. Yep. There should be like a gray wizard type deal. Yeah, I'm a middle force user. You know you're what I'm like saying? not a good wizard, but you're I'm not, not a, a dark wizard. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. See, I feel like I would totally say that I would be a dark wizard if magic was real and shit and all that fun stuff, but I my personality is overall like lawful good and yeah, like exactly. Like, I was a criminal for most of my childhood and teenage years, but that was out of more necessity of not having things and just trying to survive and get things for myself rather than because I was a criminal. Um, <clears throat> but I'm not a bad person at the end of the day, so I would probably have to say that I'm a Gryffindor. As much as I want to say that I'm a Slytherin, I'm, I'm a definitely a Gryffindor. You were all about that Slytherin life. Yeah, I know. And like my first tattoo was like the dark mark, but still. He's, what, he's a Gryffindor, but he wants people to think he's Slytherin. Yeah, exactly. Smart enough to be a Ravenclaw, like I always say. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> Slytherindor. Like and it's like, you know, sometimes like... The hat, for instance, sorts you because it knows exactly where you belong, but it, it has trouble sometimes. Oh, yeah. And, like, know? I totally feel like I could be in a situation like Harry where I was just, like, not Slytherin. Not, not Hufflepuff. Not Gryffindor. Not Ravenclaw. Not Ravenclaw. And that sorting hat would be like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking retard. You fucking idiot. See, that's, that's the thing. Harry. Don't bleep me out. Harry Potter's toxic. I know you're thinking about it. You looked at that button like it, I said a bad word. No. I'm just sitting here trying to listen. All right, champion. Hey, he's producing. He is my favorite producer in the whole world, Nate Sikowskis. Give it up for Nate. Today's podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's brought to you by Nate. He's a producer. Nate. <laughs> Get some. <laughs> oh, I, man. Yo, when Champion was a Walmart brand, those times were different because I was wearing Champion before it was cool to wear Champion. No, yeah, that's big facts. Champion's always made good shit, but I feel like their sweatshirts are a little thin now. 
I agree. Well, I actually, I have a thin champion sweatshirt and a thick one. See, I have a thick nice. one, but as somebody that works outside, like it's, it's not yeah. thick enough. I, I understand you need that. a Carhartt if you're working outside. Dude, I'm a Dickies man. I don't fuck with Carhartt. Bro. I literally had this conversation with my girlfriend when I got home because her parents are trying to buy me a jacket for fucking Christmas. And you're and, feeling Dickies and they want to do well, I've always had Dickies stuff because it's just as warm. And, and it's, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. It's just as warm. And it like gives me more maneuverability like car hearts are just too fucking thick and like it's trying to work in a car heart is annoying yeah it can be i did a lot of plumbing in my car it definitely kept me warm though mm. yeah no i i totally get that but my fucking dickies jacket keeps me just as warm and i can still do everything i need to do i can imagine yeah you know the problem is car heart got into the hands of people that don't do car hard shit yeah. Yeah. So got Same trendy. with Timberlands, bro. Yeah, big facts. So, like, these people wear Carhartt, but they don't want to do Carhartt shit. <laughs> I've come to a realization and a conclusion while we're on the subject of fashion that I have a new least favorite group of people. Yeah? Yeah. It has nothing to do with race or sex or anything like that. But fo- actually, <laughs> it does a little bit. White guys... That fucking wear those fucking poofy fucking vests and flannels underneath them. When I see those guys, I just fucking know I'm about to hear the worst fucking liberal stupid fucking take I've ever fucking heard. (laughs) And they come into my store every fucking day and I've had enough of it. And if I see another one, I'm going to say something. When I, anytime I see a guy with a Patagonia hat on, I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are just certain clothing lines that people wear as fucking virtue signals, and you can just clearly see that you're about to walk into a fucking problem. But it's like, a, at, the, at, the <laughs> oh, same, at the same time, I feel the same way with, like, the conservatives, because, like, you know, if they have, like, an American flag tee on, it's game over. Oh, dude, I know. Like... And it used to be different like 20 years ago on like the 4th of July. Everybody fucking blue or red would have a fucking American flag shirt on now. But like now if you have an American flag shirt on, you're a fucking extremist. So (laughs) God forbid. Isn't that wild? Both sides are equally bad. Never forget that. God, yeah. Every day we stray further and further further from the Constitution and closer, closer to fucking communist China. I love my supreme overlord, China. I do not. He looks like fucking Winnie the Pooh, that fat fuck. No, you love him. No, I don't love him. They, they, China is responsible for a lot of what's going on in America. And that's China's just the responsible for fact. a lot of what's going on in the world. Yeah, it's a, it's a big fact. It's a Did big you guys fact. hear the story? About, I don't know what country it is. <clears throat> But it's in Africa, and there is a country down there where they borrowed a whole bunch of money from China I know you're to build about. an airport. Yep. And they built this airport, and China was like, "Okay, in like ten years, we'll come back for our money." And like they haven't made all the money back yet, and they've been slowly paying back China. And then ten years comes up, and or however long it is, and they're like, "Hey." You haven't paid us back all of the money yet, so this airport, the biggest and only fucking fully international airport in all of Africa, belongs to China now. Mm-hmm. What? And that's yeah. a, that's exactly what they're doing. So they're going to like third world countries and a lot of places that don't have a lot of money. They don't have an established economy, like whatever, no valid form of government. And they're saying, hey, 
give you a little bit of money now and it's got some interest on it but you build yourself a city and you start a bustling economy and you pay us back when your economy starts making a good amount of money so they've been employing this tactic all over the fucking world and they're getting to a point with a lot of these countries it has come time to pay their debt which has accumulated a fuck ton of interest because it's china interest too so it's like triple you know what I'm saying? They played that business game yeah, well. And it, that's what they're, that's the card they're playing because in a world where we've already dropped bombs on each other, we're still trying to like take it over. You know what I'm saying? Like Russia's just as bad. Any country out there right now that's still plotting to take over the rest of the world is fucking insane. America, all crazy. Yeah. America? Oh, I'm sorry. Do you not think the United States is trying to take over the world? I don't really think so. Near have you ever have you that. ever read the book How to, How to Hide an Empire? Oh, that's in our library. Yeah. Well, I just I just not educated on this, so I, it's like, I'm not the, the, educate yourself. The whole, the whole, so like obviously China's going to third world countries and saying, "Hey, it's time to make some money." We're going to third world countries for democracy. Because democracy must reign. So it's basically just like converting them to yeah, th democracy. Think, think about like how many how many countries have just American in them. Because we went over there and we're like, hey, you like democracy now. I mean, I can think of like the islands. We uh, secretly send weapons to regimes that want power. Help like them Contra, get... Like it, Iran and Yeah, and South we send America. them weapons and shit to help them get into power. And then we come over and fight them for the whole world to see like we're fighting terrorism yep. and fucking shit. But we put those people in power in the first place. Yep. Uh, and then we come in and liberate those countries from terrorist regimes and put our own people in fucking power in those countries. And we have dummy fucking people running those countries. I see. I just never knew the the extent of that plan i just knew we gave them the i never knew why yeah no yeah so it's like that in a lot of parts of the world so you got these worldly powers russia united states china just fucking sending influence and power into other countries basically the five countries in the un that aren't allowed to be removed from the super circle are the same countries trying to take over the world. Well, to be fair, the United States isn't in the UN. Not the UN. There's what, 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 the other one then. There, there's five countries in the fucking group that are always I in. I want to say it's France, England. Oh, man. There's three other ones. Are we talking about the allies? No. When, when I they know China's the one of them. I know China's Is one it? of them now. Okay, I thought they were kicked out of the UN or either were like, hey, we don't want to be in the UN maybe anymore. Maybe that. I, I'm not super educated on this either, so maybe I'm fucking just spewing out idiot facts. But I thought I was taught in high school that America, Russia, France, England, and China were all like on the super fucking circle of the UN that weren't allowed to be removed from power. And then the rest of the countries in NATO or the UN or whatever fucking group it was all circled out every few years so that only a certain number of countries were on the council at once. I'm, I'm definitely going to have to like fact check the entire thing we're talking about because like the one thing they don't really teach you about they teach you American history, but involvement with the UN is very limited, you know? So there's a lot of shit that happens in the world that we just, we're not taught, you know? 
I was taught this in a world history class and I, or it might've been a U.S. history class, but I could also be just confusing multiple. It it was a long time ago. I graduated high school almost 10 years ago. So I'm going to have to double check my, yeah, no, we we, we can bring it back up next week. It's still an interesting topic to get into. Yeah, no, it's something we should definitely talk about. We should just be more educated before we talk about it. So we don't sound like retards. Yeah. Big facts. What's what's the overall topic? Uh, Just the, what's your favorite vehicle to travel across the country with? Oh, a car. It's okay, the most yeah, intimate. I get that. No, I know it's <laughs> a hot air balloon. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> and I, I think uh, that what makes a good podcast a good podcast, I think you get political, but at the same time, you're funny. Right. And you make people laugh. People Start. look forward to that <laughs> next episode. I know. I really got to pick up my game and actually do something entertaining. <laughs> Where to start, though? Yeah. That's that's always the problem, you know? I mean, how does it make you feel that these three superpowers are doing this shit? I think me personally, I, th- I think, like, I got a lot of views that, like, or they, like, kind of parallel each other because it's, like, I have views on how I think the world should be, but then it's also, like, these things really don't affect a person like me in the first place because I live a life very away from the government and affairs of the world. Like you're slipping away from their radar. Yeah, it's like I try to live that life. Like I don't want to be on their radar. I don't want to fucking deal with them. I I kind of like set my own laws. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm <laughs> saying. Your own grounds. Yeah, like I I, I believe <laughs> like that. that one Family Guy episode where it, they find out that they're the the housing isn't actually a part of America. It's not a property. <laughs> my opinion of this whole matter is that as soon as we have even a little bit of money from whatever we do with this i'm gonna make us pool our money and buy two separate compounds we'll have one compound in a place that we all want to live in where we can live normal lives we'll have a gated fucking community like the fucking godfather did after he was fucking shot where it's just us and our families in that compound. We live normal, regular lives or whatever. But then the second compound is for us to go completely off the fucking grid when shit fucking goes south. Tahiti. Today's podcast is brought to you by Secret Compounds. We want one. You'll never we find want it. Two. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, off air, um, we should have, like, a third one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. All right, back on. They can't know about that, though. Yeah, no. no. It'll be in Antarctica. You know, actually, <laughs> you know what you know, that reminds me of? So, do you know you know what the seed bank is? No. Do you do you know what the seed bank no. is? Okay, so, they in Antarctica, they have this fucking cooler, and it's called the seed bank, and it is buried under the ice, and we put it there over the last couple of years, because if the world ever does, like, explode, or, like, we have access to finding another civilization, or there's whatever, seeds yeah, there. there, there's seeds for the most important crops inside of that vault. Oh. And so, a, a new trend is that these companies, like Nabisco, are buying up plots of land in Antarctica, or I don't know if they're buying it up, because I don't really know if anybody owns Antarctica, yeah, per right. se, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? PewDiePie owns I a mean, if, bit of it. Yeah, I think... Yeah. But either way, either way, <laughs> you can you can get like this space in Antarctica where you can like store stuff. So they have just put an entire vault of Oreo cookies underneath the ice in Antarctica. Excuse oh, me. 
And what's to, what's to stop said people from going to Antarctica and digging up said Vault of Orioles? Because they probably have fucking armed guards there. They're going to shoot on sight. And they're fucking yeah. Nabisco and, guns. And, 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 no, and also, like, that's important because if humanity ever goes extinct... And ima- imagine, like, the people that come after us that discover the Oreo. Imagine not having the recipe for Oreo cookie. No, so like so society collapses, you know, like it's very apocalyptic, war rages. What if Oreo factions. becomes the new currency? Yeah, that's a thing. Like <laughs> something like that, Oreo's gonna become currency. the new fucking currency. Jesus Christ. Like, you know, a full cookie Two, two cookies and creme is worth like <laughs> X amount. Like creme. just creme on its own. What happens if less. you just have creme? I mean, you still get something, right? Yeah, but is creme more valuable than kook? I, I think I think creme is the most valuable, but kook is still valuable. Okay, fair. I like kook more than creme, but that's just me. I love kook, uh, but I feel creme. like you need the creme. <laughs> I feel like you need the creme. To I make could, the cook so good. See, I could do without the creme, honestly. I think you say that Psycho. now, but you'd be very surprised to yeah, find. Yeah, but see, when you put the cook, when you get. <laughs> when, you, when you put the cook <laughs> in the creme, the creme you out of the cook. <laughs> if you take the creme out of the cook, it's not an Oreo anymore. I, I understand what you're cook. saying. It's just a cook. But when you go and get Oreos in other foods, it's just the cook. Not entirely true. You get a lot of cook, and I think that's what you see, but a lot of times it's blended into, like, vanilla ice cream, and you can't see the creme. But you know the creme's there, because you just buy it. <laughs> but just- I feel like they're cheap enough to exclude said creme from cook, so that they think they're tricking you. So I feel like they sell bags of crushed up Oreos to these supply sh- you know, like suppliers of Oreos. I think we should talk to the dealer, the Cookie Monster. I bet we should. And I feel like they sell them to McDonald's and like they're usually decremed, I guess. But I feel like there's a little bit of creme left on every piece because every piece at one point had creme on it. <laughs> Wait, they're manufacturing these with just like leftover Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like each each cookie goes through a perfection test. And obviously there's like, you know, 30 in a fucking box. Not enough creme. Yeah, not enough creme. So they just have this pile of fucking Oreos that they throw away every single day. God damn. And that's how McDonald's is able to give you an Oreo McFlurry because it's leftover cooks and crabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for tonight, boys. This is the second episode we've talked about Oreos. Yeah. Today's podcast is brought to you by Nabisco. Get some of that delicious cookie creme <laughs> today. Use code BROTHERS. <laughs> to get your all your Oreo cook and creme needs. Use code CREME. Cookies and creme. With creme so good, it makes you go, go mm, that's, that's good, good creme. creme. <laughs> and good, good night. Good night. Good night, everyone. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Merry Chrysler.